Part 2 by Lee. Do you have to smile like that? Miss Valentine asked as I looked at her. I was standing in the doorway of the bathroom after having rinsed my mouth out with mouthwash following my first taste of a woman's nether regions. Upon re-entering the bedroom, I was treated to the sight of Miss Valentine's exquisitely naked body gleaming with perspiration and lingering droplets of cum on her pubic hair. Honestly, Miss Bunny, I said, making my way over to the bed, after what's transpired tonight, how can I not be smiling with unbridled delight? I lied down in the bed next to her, continuing to admire her gorgeous body. Well, you are still inexperienced, so I guess I can't be angry at your excitement, she said while reaching out and running her hand across my shoulder. But can you dial it down just a bit? You're looking a little bit like a serial killer. Can do, I said, letting my face return to normal. So tell me, Miss Bunny. Dude, enough of the pleasantries, she said, cutting me off. We've spent the last half hour licking each other's genitals and assholes. There is really no reason to be so formal. Just call me Eunice. All right, then. Although, I'd just be trading one alias for another. But what's in a name, anyway? You have got to be the biggest nerd I've ever had to fuck, she said with the same exhaustion expression she's worn all evening. I'll take that as a compliment, I said, unfazed. So tell me, Eunice. How many of your clients end up professing their undying love for you after a session of passionate fucking? Quite a few, if I'm being honest. Not to brag or anything, but I tend to have that effect on people, both men and women. As she spoke, Eunice struck a pose, propping her hand up on her hip while lying on her side. Well, aren't we full of ourselves, I teased. Although, after witnessing your sexual prowess firsthand, I couldn't blame any clients of yours for falling madly in love with you. What can I say? I aim to please, she said with a smile. So, what category do you fall into? Are you seconds away from bending the knee and professing deep love for every fiber of my being? Not quite, honestly. Although, I do like the dramatic touch you added just now. Why, thank you. Anyhow, despite your incredible beauty and majestic sexual energy... I realize that this union is nothing more than a transaction between two people. I pay you a lump sum of money, and you help me forget all about my loneliness, my less-than-stellar looks, and my social awkwardness. In addition to all that, you're also taking my virginity and making me the happiest man on earth for a few minutes at a time. It's fair trade, if you ask me. Out of the blue, Eunice struck me, slapping my right thigh with her left hand and making me wince in pain. Hey, I didn't sign up for any masochism tonight. I know, she said, giving me a semi-serious look. That was for calling yourself ugly. I do not tolerate self-deprecation during my working hours. I never said I was ugly, I protested. As if less than stellar is supposed to mean anything else, she said, throwing my words back at me. Look, this is a safe and accepting workplace. As long as you are with me, you are to think of yourself as the sexiest creature on the planet that women can't wait to have sex with you. Understood? Yes, ma'am, I said emphatically, feeling my cock stand with newfound vigor. Good, now let me kiss you and make that pain go away. I moaned softly as she leaned her head down and pressed her soft lips to my stinging thigh. Slowly and gently, I ran my hand down her back, relishing in the feel of her smooth skin. Had it not been for the sound of the alarm, we could have stayed like that indefinitely. 
Has our time together come to an end? I asked solemnly, as she rose to check her phone. Not quite yet, she responded. This session still has fifteen minutes left. So, how might the gentleman like to spend the rest of his time? Well, I began, as Eunice started kissing my shoulder and moving her hand across my chest. I'd like to spend the first five minutes just talking, so I can pick that brain of yours. For the next five, I'd like to simply cuddle and explore every inch of your beautiful frame. And with the last bit of time, I would like to pleasure you to the best of my ability one final time. As you wish, she said. Ask me any question you like. Tell me, Eunice, do you ever regret the life you've chosen? No more than you might regret your professional choices. It's really not that different from any other line of work. The hours can be long, the work grueling, and some days I simply want to stay in bed all day. Not to mention the strain it has on my personal relationships. You have no idea how hard it is to tell your parents about your seedy profession. Wait, you've told your parents? I asked, somewhat surprised. I mean, it was either that or let them assume I was doing something really illegal, like dealing drugs or robbing people. Fair point, I said. So, how did they take the news? Looking back on it, they took it pretty well. My mom's main concern was my health. After being a little hysterical about me never being respected, giving her any grandkids... My dad, on the other hand, thought he had failed as a father at first. But once I convinced him it had nothing to do with his parenting and everything to do with me just loving to have sex, he took it a little easier. He's so comfortable with my occupation now, he actually will joke about it, saying stuff like, my daughter might be a hoe, but at least she gets paid for it. Those are some pretty supportive parents. I'm not sure supportive is the word. I'd say they understand and accept my way of life. Anyway... As far as regrets, I have none. This is what I've made of my life for now, and I'm content with it. That's good to hear, I said with a smile. It's important that people enjoy their stations in life. But do you ever desire to have a family and wonder how is this line of work might affect them? Now, that's a good one. It has crossed my mind a few times. I know that I won't be young forever. I will age and lose this firm, toned body and no longer be able to cut out for this lifestyle. It frightens me some days that I'll wake up way past my prime, either unable to bear children or marry a man whom I've fallen in love with. I mean, it's not like a ton of men are eager to settle down and have kids with a whore. That may be true, I thought, although I think that number is a lot more than you might think. But I don't think you should sell yourself short. Sure, you may be a whore right now, but that doesn't mean you'll be one when you decide to settle down. Okay, but there's always the possibility of men looking at me as damaged goods, as a used-up hag not worthy of the effort, compassion, or affection. And those men would be either overly cruel or hypocritical, I said, with some conviction. Look, I've never really subscribed to the stereotypes surrounding sexual activity, I don't think people should assign virtue to virginity or vice to promiscuousness. Take that our station in life for existence. Juxtapose our lives for the world to see, and it's obvious who would be deemed the loser and who'd be deemed the slut. But have us trade places and watch a society deems me the alpha male and you a saint. That's an interesting way of looking at things, but it doesn't really change reality. Anyone who knows my occupation will only see that 
who in their right mind would be willing to look at a person beyond the prostitute. For a slight moment, Eunice seemed genuine and a little vulnerable, although I'm sure I was just imagining things, not wanting to make things awkward by getting sappy or overly sentimental, I offhandedly replied to her question. The right person, that's who, I said. You won't be dating just anyone when you go into a relationship, Eunice. You'll be dating, ideally, someone who is right for you, a person who can take a single look at your past and shrug it off with relative ease. And they'll be able to do so because your past should not and does not have complete bearing on your future. As long as you are willing to put this life behind you and become fully committed to someone, they should be willing to accept that your past doesn't define you. Eunice responded to what my heartfelt opinion with all of things a fit of chuckles. Really, man, she said with tears in her eyes, you really think that there's some kind of unicorn man out there for a whore like me? Call me a fool if you want, but I actually do. But how could you? To most people, whore equals unworthy, no exceptions. Well, for one, I'm not most people. The fact that I'm using the last bit of my time with you on conversation should be a big clue. As for two, I believe this is because I'm unworthy, as you are my current state. If there is one thing that a whore and a male virgin have in common is that they're both of little or no value to the opposite sex. The way I see it, I have a little chance of falling in love with a woman as you do with a man at this point. Now, I can understand if your profession has jaded you to the possibility of finding someone who truly wants to be with you, but I refuse to let my lack of sexual experience do the same to me. The world is dark enough already. No need to snuff out my chances of love in order to add to it. I understand your reasoning, Eunice said, being more serious with me this time, but you will always be able to gain more sexual experience and become slightly more appealing to women you encounter. It's not like I can go in the back in time and subtract the number of partners I've had. And the right person won't ask you to. A person who truly cares for you and who is mature will understand that you are human, with sexual desires and a ton of opportunities to satiate them. This person won't hate you for your actions or hold them over you. He'll simply accept that they happened and still choose to be with you regardless. And hell, if it gets to a point where this man doesn't come along, I'd be glad to step in and take his place. Only when the words left my mouth did I realize that I had gotten a little too high on my soapbox. I began to feel a little embarrassed at how serious I was with my speech. Looking over to Eunice didn't make me feel any better, as she was wearing a snide smirk on her face. That sounded like a proposal of sorts to me. It really did. God, what kind of man proposes to a prostitute on his first night with her? As I was lamenting my naivety, Eunice gently put her hand on my cheek and turned my head to her face. The nerdy, inexperienced kind, she said, smiling. But I can't lie. You're kind of cute when you're spouting off crazy stuff like that. But just kind of. Despite the possibility that Eunice could have been merely prying on my insecurities or trying to get more money out of me, or just being sarcastic, those words made my heart swell with affection, whether her intentions were genuine or not. She made me feel desired, and that feeling was worth every cent that I paid her. 
Permission to caress you now, Miss Eunice, I asked, desperately wanting to hold her close. I'd be insulted if you didn't, she said, moving closer to me. Trying to preserve the moment, I placed my hand on her calf and moved it slowly up her thigh and then, resting it on her ample bottom. Touch is a magical thing, isn't it? I asked, continuing to softly rub her wonderfully smooth skin. You are chock full of corny lines, aren't you? She replied with a soft grin on her face. Indeed, I am. But it's only because this moment is special. I said, all the while letting my hand move along the folds of her midsection. Considering my luck with women, I figured that I'd be old and gray long before ever getting this close again. I find that a little hard to believe. From what I've seen tonight, you have a good personality, are honest and straightforward, albeit to a fault, and you have a desire to please your partner. That is quite refreshing. In my opinion, any woman would be lucky to have you. As she spoke, Eunice moved her hand over to me and mimicked my movements, feeling her fingers traveling up my large frame was simply blissful. Flattery will get you everywhere with me, Eunice. I said, moving my hand up to her soft breast and resting it there, although I'm not sure if one sexual encounter is enough to gauge one's capabilities in a long-term relationship. You'd be surprised at how much you can learn after one night of intimacy. I already know from our time together that you're shy but eager. You aren't the type of man that would bend a woman over a kitchen counter the second you catch her giving you a signal. But... Let her whisper the words in your ear, and you'd be all over her in a heartbeat. And your gentle lover as well. You like to take your time with a woman, feeling every single movement. I even think it's safe to say that you would prefer positions that put you face-to-face -face with your partner, as it would present you with the most intimate moment possible. Is this sounding about right? Right on the button, I said, surprised at how accurately she had described me. I am impressed with your inference skills. Crafting such an on-point description of my sexual style, and I haven't even been inside of you yet. Well, we need to change that, don't we? She said, while grabbing my forearm and guiding me on top of her. How about it, sir? She whispered. Are you ready to lose that last vestige of your virginity? And there it was, the moment I had waited for a lifetime. The experience I desired for longer than I cared to remember, yet... As I lied over her, a warm, welcoming body pressed against her pillow, like breasts, my manhood aching to plunge into her thick walls. I hesitated, unable to move a single muscle. Something wrong, Eunice asked? I don't know. Maybe all this anticipation has finally gotten to me, I said nervously, stuck between uncertain and lust. You do know that in the last 45 minutes, you performed oral sex to both my vulva and anus, right? Eunice reminded me. You should be more than ready to take this step. I know, it's just, I'm too... I stuttered, and I stalled for a few seconds before Eunice put a finger to my lips to silence me. Ah, virgins and their fears, she said with a soft smile on her face. Look, I know what this moment means to you and how much you want it to be perfect, but now is not the time to worry or question things. Right now, you just have to relax and do what comes naturally. So please, just for once tonight, shut up and fuck me. Not giving me the chance to respond because she knew I would have to come up with something stupid or mood-killing, Eunice pulled my face down to hers and kissed me fiercely. 
This kiss was far more intense than the others we've shared in the past. She bit my lip and sucked on my tongue before skillfully plunging her own into my mouth. Her energy was so strong that I couldn't help but sink into it, into her. Slowly and naturally, my body lowered into hers, and the moment finally arrived as my cock pushed into her cunt. The feeling of penetrating Eunice was so intense. I had to break our kiss and nearly gasp for breath. My body was aflame with sensations, electricity, and a rush that I'd never felt before. There you go, rookie, Eunice said, smiling. The first plunge is always the hardest. But keep it going and you'll get the hang of it. Heeding her advice, I started to slowly thrust my cock into her, still in awe of everything that was happening. So, how does it feel? She asked sensually. Your hard, aching cock pushing deep into my wet pussy, those tight walls wrapping around you, dragging you in further and further. It's got to be the most beautiful torture you've ever experienced. Every word that Eunice spoke made me crave her more and more. I pumped my hips faster and harder, pushing every inch of my manhood into her cunt as my brain became obsessed with how good she felt. Come on, baby, tell me how I feel. Tell me how this pussy feels on the virgin cock of yours. Unable to answer, I simply moaned and buried my face into the crook of her neck. Although I was barely able to put a coherent thought together, one word did come to mind, and that summed up my current feelings. You feel amazing, Eunice, I said, lifting my head and looking her into the eyes. Every single part of you is absolutely divine. Your lips, your breasts, your filthy asshole, and your dirty cunt. It's all perfect, and I want nothing more right now than to fuck you with everything I've got. At that point, I felt another rush of energy and desire so strong it scared me. I felt no timidity or uncertainty whatsoever. All I had inside me was lust and an intense, almost feral need to fuck and come. Now that's how you speak to a whore, Eunice said, becoming more lively and animated. Let's have some real fun, shall we? In one quick movement, Eunice rolled over on top of me and pinned my arms down. I slid out of her during the roll, but she quickly repositioned, swallowing my manhood into her womanhood. Now in control, Eunice began to grive her pelvis against mine, trapping my dick inside her massaging walls. Shit was the only word I could utter. I was a fly caught in her web. And she grinned dubiously, like the black widow she was, alternating between grinding and bouncing on my inexperienced cock. What's the matter, virgin? She taunted. Can't handle pussy? I thought you were going to give me everything you had. If this is all you've got, you won't last another minute. She was right about that. I could feel myself getting closer and closer to the edge. My whole body was preparing to detonate, and there was a little I could do to stop it from my current position. Oh, well, Eunice continued, I wouldn't mind finishing early tonight. I'll just have to masturbate later because you certainly aren't going to make me orgasm at this rate. Just the thought of having our session cut short was enough to reinvigorate me. I wanted every bit of my hour, and I was going to get it. There's no way in hell we're finishing early, I said, finding my second wind, feeling dominated. I overpowered Eunice and rolled her off me and onto her side. I wouldn't dream of squandering a single second of my time with you, I said, kneeling over her. I felt incredible in that moment, like an animal filled with lust and excitement. Now, if you would, please open your legs, Eunice. Make me your dirty virgin, Eunice said, like a playful juvenile. 
Have it your way, then. I grabbed her calves and trying to lift them. Like a petulant child, she started to kick and struggle all the while, giggling madly. Her actions were so wild and silly that I could help but join in her laughter. Do you act so childish with all your clients, I asked, still struggling with her. Only the virgins, she said snidely. They're just too green to handle a serious sexual encounter. That was the last straw. I couldn't let Eunice get away with doubting me any longer. Feeling bold and finally getting a good hold on her, I wrapped her feet under my left arm and reached down to her vulva with my right hand and finding her engorged clitoris and gently rubbing my fingers across it. Almost instantly, Eunice's body, tensed and pleasured groan, soon broke through her crazed giggle. That thing is pretty sensitive, isn't it? I said confidently, continuing to massage her pleasure nub. So, are you going to open your legs now? Eunice responded by shaking her head back and forth and scrunching up her face. In retaliation, I released her feet, took her left nipple in between my fingers and teased her right one with my teeth, all the while continuing to rub her clitoris and slipped a finger into her pussy. Eunice, in what was either a technique she used on all her clients or a true moment of weakness, actually purred as I pleasured her. After a few minutes of being teased and nibbled and fingered, she finally gave in, her legs opening rigidly as if they were getting pried open. Fine, she said in a huff, although I don't know what kind of boring man would want to do missionary. The kind of man that wants to admire every part of their lover's body, I said, releasing her from my grasp and moving in between her legs. Also, I'm the kind of man that would like to see his lover climax. All I want is to watch you come, Eunice. Is that too much to ask? I said, looking directly into her eyes. Well, when you put it like that, how can a girl say no? With her approval, I guided my stiff cock back into her cunt. I breathed out a satisfied sigh as the feeling of being swallowed by her sex excited me once again. Placing my hands on her hips, I started to slowly pump in and out of her. Looking at her face, I noticed that Eunice had closed her eyes and was biting her lip. In the back of my mind, I wondered if she did that in order to detach herself from the situation. The thought immediately made me feel weird and alone, which was unacceptable considering what we were doing. I realized that I needed her engagement, that I craved it more than anything else, and that I had to entice her back into the moment. You look absolutely magnificent, Eunice, I said, still pushing in and out of her hole. Oh, really? She said softly. How so? Like how your face is so serene and your lips full, and how your body seems to be glowing and your breasts are pooling on your chest, your nipples stiff and begging to be touched. You mean these nipples, she said, grasping her breasts and squeezing her tits. Oh, don't do that to me, I pleaded. I'm close enough to coming as is. I was wondering how much longer that inexperienced cock of yours would last, Eunice said, finally opening her eyes. They were so gorgeous, two golden sunsets, and I was lost inside her gaze. Tell you what, she said, playing with her breasts. Why don't you go ahead and come inside of me, rookie? You've more than earned a release after your efforts tonight, so let yourself go. You are so not playing fair, I said, struggling with every word. My orgasm was practically imminent, and Eunice was coaxing it out of me with her utmost delight. This isn't about fair or unfair, she said with a grin on her face. It's about pleasure and who comes first. And since you're the one paying here, it's only right that you reach your peak before me. So stop stalling and come already. I couldn't hold back any longer after all of her urging. 
at the end of my rope, I lowered my body onto Eunice until we were chest to chest. I kissed her deeply while thrusting my dick into her pussy with reckless abandon. I'm going to come, Eunice, I said, looking into her eyes as my body went over. It's okay, baby, just let it go. With a few final strokes and a primal growl, I reached my orgasm. The rush of energy was stronger than anything I had ever experienced before. I was like I had imploded or just combusted into the most beautiful flames. I held fast against Eunice, and she caressed me as the waves subsided. Once the last drops of semen sprayed out of my exhausted cock, I pulled myself out of Eunice and collapsed on my side. Congratulations, rookie. You're a virgin no longer, she said, moving her hand up and down my body. Her touch was welcomed, as I was beyond spent and exceedingly vulnerable. All thanks to you, I said, trying and failing to regain my composure in a daze. I watched as Eunice looked down towards my groin. Good God, man, how much cum did you have in you? She said, snickering, looking down at it. I was also shocked to see that my penis was thoroughly coated in white fluid. Well, it has been waiting for this moment for nearly two decades. There was bound to be a more than usual. As I spoke, Eunice moved her hand down to her vulva, presumably to check the damage I had caused. Yep, it's a total mess down there, all sticky and wet. My apologies, I said. A frightened thought then crossed my mind, albeit too little too late. I know it's far too late to worry about it now, but... Should I be concerned about becoming a father in about nine or ten months' time? Of course not, Eunice said. What kind of working girl would I be if I didn't come prepared? It was at that moment that Eunice did something that I was completely unprepared for. She reached down to her groin with both hands and pulled from her vagina a pretty sizable piece of plastic filled with a pool of my seed. Uh, Eunice, darling, I said, perplexed. What the fuck is that? This, my sexually illiterate friend, is my female condom. I put it in while you were in the bathroom washing your mouth out. Okay, duly noted, I said, still confused. Second question. How in the hell did I not notice it? Heat of the moment, I guess. You ought to pay more attention to these things, Eunice said, before leaning over the edge of the bed and disposing of the spoiled plastic into a nearby wastebasket. So tell me, mister, she said, returning to the bed. At first, her voice sounded a thousand miles away mainly doing to my being completely drained of energy and on the verge of a coma. Eunice must have noticed my drifting off encountered by putting a hand on the center of my chest. Almost instantly, I stirred back to life, giving her my full attention. How does it feel to finally have some sexual experience under your belt? A few words come to mind, honestly. Spectacular, explosive, everything I ever hoped for and dreamed of, but I think I'll go with the description of fucking fantastic. Why, thank you, sir. And you weren't too bad yourself. You don't have to give me false praise, Eunice. I'm sure that you've had far more pleasurable encounters. That may be so, but everyone gives off a different vibe during sex, and it's not always about who lasts the longest or whose genitalia are the largest. Sometimes it simply comes down to how a person makes love and what makes their way of doing it different from everyone else. That makes sense. If I may be so bold, what differentiates my way of making love from your other clients? Well, she said, pausing to think. For one, you talk far more than anyone I've ever been with. It was incessant at first, and admittedly annoying. Guilty as charged, I said. But after that, it becomes a bit special. 
it's like you could notice when I was distant and you'd immediately make me engage with you. It was actually kind of fun. In addition to that, she said, continuing, you don't have a sensitive or overly large ego. Well, I wouldn't say that, I protested. While looking down at my softening manhood, it's not like massive or anything, but the little guy gets the job done. I meant your actual ego, you goof, she said with a chuckle. I know, I just wanted to make you laugh. As I was saying, you aren't ashamed to ask questions or be vulnerable or make a fool of yourself. You seem to present yourself as you are, and it made an impact. Those are some very kind words, Eunice, and I'm very thankful for them, I said before taking her hand off my chest and kissing it. The kiss was apparently intense as Eunice let out a deep moan, just as my lips touched her hand. It wasn't that good a kiss, was it? I asked. No, it's not you, she said, rolling over onto her back, showing that her hand had been going to work on her sex. You are one insatiable woman, Eunice, I said, watching as she masturbated. Well, you did say that you wanted to see me orgasm, she said, breathing deeply. I can stop if you've changed your mind. Now, don't go jumping to any conclusions, I said, with renewed excitement. I'd actually like to help if that's okay. Of course, she said with a smile, leaning towards her. I moved my right hand to her breast and gently caressed it. And I moved my left hand down to her sex, dipping two fingers into the opening. As I helped pleasure her, I was fascinated at how Eunice responded to the stimulation. Her body squirmed at the stimulation, seemingly trying to escape the arousing touch from bottom to top. Her body eradicated energy burning hotter with each stroke of her hand. Each thrust of my fingers slowly, I moved my right hand from her breast to the center of her chest, and I felt her heart palpitate at a calm but increasing rate. Looking at her face this time around, I was unbothered by Eunice's closed eyes. I was in awe of how it, in fact, along with her scrunched-up face, she was a painting now. Vixen in ecstasy would be my title for her, and I, for the moment at least, was her sole admirer. Just a little more, Eunice moaned. That's it, Eunice, I said. Let it all out. Let me feel your walls close in on my hand as you orgasm. I want to feel your cum drench my fingers so I can taste you again, so we can taste this disgusting mess we've made. At last, with a guttural moan, Eunice granted my wish. I could feel her muscles tense and her vaginal walls close around my fingers as she climaxed. As she rode out the waves of pleasure, I suckled her taut nipples, one after the other, and kissed her bare chest, all the while listening to her soft, exhausted whimpers. Only when I thought her orgasm had passed did I remove my hand from her dripping cunt. Why, look at this wonderful sight, I said, holding up my hand to show her how completely she had coated it with her essence. It sure is something, Eunice responded. I wonder what it tastes like. Let's find out, I said, before putting one of the digits into my mouth and sucking it clean. I trembled with both shame and glee as I swallowed the fluid, simultaneously trying not to dwell on the action and obsessing over it. You have quite the unique flavor, Eunice. It's official.